0: Hello! What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Swolecast, the off-season Swolecast. Listen, we have a special treat for you today. It is Davis, it is Peter, it is myself, and it is a guy who, um, he will game theory anything. You can ask him anything you can ask him hey do you want to eat waffles on today's show and he will say with an enthusiastic yes i will and it is now my pleasure to introduce my i don't know how we say this my company brother my my bc bro matthew friedman on today's show matthew welcome
1: thanks for having me i'd say more like better collective cousins I, yeah. I think that's maybe the, the more accurate, but, uh, you know, I'm excited to be here. It's not like I really need an excuse to eat waffles any day. Sure. Uh, and then really today, like I'll just say right now, I'm probably on hour 21 of intermittent fasting. And then uh, a couple of hours ago, I did an hour of uh, exercise on the elliptical. So like, I'm actually ready to eat these waffles just he, kind he, of...
2: G- he GTO'd eating waffles yeah. on exactly. this full so cast.
1: There's, there's the first plate. I have another plate over here. Not, not to say I'm going to get through 10 waffles, you but are. I just wanted to be prepared. No, so. start
3: eating. Less talking, more eating. We didn't bring you on the show to talk. We brought you on to watch you eat. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: just to set the stage, sure. of course, if you were uh not, if you were just... Somewhere other than Twitter last week, um, there was a last place bets where a guy had to spend the 24 hours in Waffle House. This is not the first time we've seen something like this, but because of this guy's commentary, it kind of took off and it took a life of its own, Pete.
3: It did, man. It really captivated the hearts of America. I mean, New York Times came a call in and wrote a profile piece. And uh, clearly Matt took notice because Matt's down here thinking, how do I get some of this juice, this social media juice? And uh, yeah, explain to us why you then did your own thread just trying to tail
1: this phenomenon. Okay. Well, so we, as you say, Dave, we've seen this a couple of times. And each time we see this, These guys just roll into Waffle House in the middle of the day. And it's like, okay, I've got 24 hours here, but easy. I'll just pack away 12, 14, 16 waffles thinking like it's going to be nothing. Like they're totally unprepared to do this. And I'm thinking, okay, if you are going to go through this challenge, by the way, I've got the waffles here. If you are going to go through the challenge, you should do it in an optimal way. So the heart of the, the tweet thread that I put out there was how to do the 24-hour Waffle House challenge in as optimal of a way as possible. Yeah. And you know you can look at that if you want. But then at the end of it, I was thinking, you know what, like if I'm going to put this out there, I should have some skin in the game. I should actually be willing to put this theory into practice. But it's not like I'm going to go to Waffle House, sit there for 24 hours and pack away waffles just for the hell of it, as pleasant as that sounds. So I decided to say, hey, if this gets a thousand retweets, then I'll do it. And of course, it did get a 1,000 retweets. So now I'm, I'm planning this. Uh, probably in August, I'm going to fly down to Texas because uh, there's no Waffle House. I live in Minnesota. There's no Waffle House within a hundred like hundreds of miles. Of did me- you realize this before you wrote the thread? No, no, <laughs> I, I did not. not. Not optimal, as it what? turns out. But so I'm flying down to Texas to see my parents. I haven't seen them since before the pandemic. So flying down to Texas to see them. And then I will do this in my hometown Waffle House, like the Waffle House I used to frequent in high school. So I will have some home court advantage. And then the charity I'm doing this for, uh, I'm still like coordinating with them, but it will be a local charity in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And it's one that I was connected with when I was in college. So I, like, I actually feel really good about the process of what we're doing. And I think I actually might have a chance of being able to raise a decent chunk of money for the charity while eating waffles and that That excites me.
0: Okay, so get to eating um, because we got lots of questions. You first of all, these are not leg. Are these Lego Egos or are these Lego waffles? Generic. Okay, so what are they? What are they called? I got them at Target, (laughs) so
1: they're they're the
0: Target.
2: Target I I gotta say those waffles are very easy to eat. The day the day that this was all going on on Twitter, I was like. Literally, nothing in the world sounds better than some waffles. I drove to the grocery store by my house, bought a thing of Eggo waffles, bought a thing of maple syrup, and the entire giant box of like 18 waffles was gone in under 48 hours. Like they're just very easy to pack away.
0: Yeah, so you're, not, uh, you're not in a weight loss right now, Davis. No.
2: I've been, you know, that's funny. I, I definitely have put on about 10 pounds back. My exercise yeah. has been good, but the. Yeah the reintroduction of carbohydrates to the diet.
0: I actually put on my checklist uh, for today is like find accountability group or find some way. (laughs) Cause I got to get back. I need, I need some, something else. I like, I need the next, I just can't, it's really hard to just, you know, just do my health improve my health situation. Like, you know, For the cliche reasons, for my wife and kids,
3: you know, like you know, (laughs) that yeah. If I mean, if that That you might have a problem, Dave. If you can't get self motivated for your wife, your family, your own longevity, your appearance on these shows. I mean, get it, get it together, Dave. Get it together. I mean, I'm
0: I'm I'm already. um, I think I think I've gained over five pounds, but uh, because of everything going on, like I
2: only only five. I feel like that's a huge win
0: uh yeah but you well five since like the day after because remember i was like GTOing the the way in yeah.
2: yeah you cheated yeah. with like water yeah, yeah. and stuff
0: yeah <laughs> but i'm still down considerably um also for father's day i got a uh special present from the wife we
3: is this safe this- for the
1: show
0: <laughs> i don't know if it is or not because Do i need to
1: stop eating <laughs> no. did it no uh for even,
0: i think you've seen enough everything uh yeah these aren't these aren't donuts uh or anything of of that nature these were um <laughs> uh, jorts she got me jorts because i had been i would said i i wanted some so she got me some lucky brand jorts and yeah. uh those would be coming to a social feed
1: how tight are they That's the real question with shorts.
0: You know what? They aren't. I think it's because I've been wearing the seven inch inseam shorts. They're not as short as I would like them to be. I would say that you could always roll them up, but.
3: Uh, uh, I'll I'll speak for kind of your neighborhood and people who socialize with you. I'm I'm (laughs) sure they're long enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pete, have you,
2: have you joined the uh, five inch inseam short gang for the summer?
3: Um, I didn't know this was a gang. Is there a hashtag I need to be using?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I mean, it's just a thing, dude. It's five five inch inseam shorts are the
3: move. Five been... inch. Oh, oh go ahead. I can I'm not a I'm not a five incher. Uh, I think I'm probably more in the seven to eight inch range. Um, when it's cold, there's no eight but, inch. But if it's like regular temperature, I'm probably ten to eleven inches easy. <laughs>
0: no, no, I think de- like for shorter guys, and I'm not ragging on Davis, but like shorter guys, like five inch makes sense, right? Like but for the the medium-sized guys i think seven inches is pretty much like the shortest i want to go like i don't want to go more I, I feel like it's just enough just enough thigh where I, I i want to do this
3: it does it does ultimately come down to your thigh size like yeah. if yeah if i got big giant hugging thighs it, like it, they don't look good like it had and the problem is in general like shorts are not flattering they do not look good on men. You know like, well, unless you're no unless one... you're hot.
2: Like, if you're yeah. hot, they look
3: good. Even yeah, men. you saw
0: some of my picks.
3: Short, shorts aren't flattering on guys. And then on top of it, you're, you know, already wrapping them around your tight thighs. It's just not a good look.
0: Okay, here's what I would say about shorts. The short situation has to be complemented by the ankle situation. And we are, like, in the weeds right now. But... If you this have nice ankles. This is
2: the off season yeah. If you, didn't you have, know have nice
0: an- if you have nice ankles, shorts are gonna look much better on you than if you do not have nice ankles.
3: How do these ankles look to you, Dave? Uh, <laughs> I am no, would- not gonna have my ankles judged on this show.
2: No, oh. no lips, Pete. No lips Pete showing
3: off his ankles.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Save that for the OnlyFans.
3: Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to do a bit, not actually have my ankle judged from Nashville.
0: Uh, no, but like Davis, um I, I like I will just say it, like Davis doesn't have like the greatest ankles in the world. Like he has other, you know, obviously other characteristics and traits, but Dave, like, when do
2: you think the last time you saw my ankles was like
3: eight to bro, nine like- years ago? <laughs> <laughs> They're just they Davis's like his the- ankles have matured a lot over the years. No. Dave. Well, the-
2: my issue my issue is, is all of my strength is in my lower body, but because of skateboarding, one of my calves is like 30% large. Like my right calf is about 30% larger than my left calf.
1: Yeah, so you, it's it, there's a little bit of body dysmorphia going on there. How is it that I'm eating waffles and yet I'm seeming like the most normal person on the show right
0: now? <laughs> uh, Friedman, I'm going to actually create a 25- Thread uh, tweet on uh, (laughs) shorts and ankles with only like three discernible points. Like I feel like I'll retweet it. By the way, yes. Since you're on the show, uh, you know, there's um, there's ship chasing, there's uh, clout chasing, and then I would like to refer to what you did as bit chasing, right? Like um, because of the the waffles and everything else, and but a thousand retweets, like Davis. Davis would do all sort like illegal things for that type of engagement. No, so, I
2: wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, my I will get two times a year. I'll get a tweet that does that good, and that's good enough for me.
0: Okay, all right. Davis is Davis is above tweet engagement now for whatever reason. On well, one I, I
1: one, think 1 it thousand on how illegal. How illegal it is that would also depend on what Davis would do.
2: So that's true, but also one thousand retweets is different than like ten thousand. Like that's a very different thing. Right. Oh. Because as Twitter continues to scale, like, I, I remember, like, a decade ago, if you got, like, 20,000 retweets, it was, like, everyone on the platform had seen your tweet. <laughs> but now there are there are tweets that get, like, one and a half million faves, and, like, it might not hit my timeline.
0: All right, but here's where I agree with Freeman about, like, the, the main point I thought that you made, uh, Matt, is that you have the... You have to be in the right mindset to be like, this is 24 hours. I got to do like something like it's got to be it's got to be a shift in your mindset, basically. Like that's where you yeah. were on things like you can't be like, I'm going to get punished. It's like I need to have something that this is going to be like a productive use of my
1: time. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big part of it. Uh, the mindset of it, but then also like the preparing the preparation of your body for it. Like these guys are going in thinking they might have to do 12 to 24 hours, but they're going in, in the middle of the day. Like you want to go in fresh and you want to go in with an empty stomach. You just got to prepare for it.
3: Friedman. Are you like going to have your parents visit you at the waffle house to get in like some quality time while you're doing this stunt?
1: want to see i don't want them to see me like that
3: you know proud of you
0: are they going to be during
1: you guys want to do dinner tonight yeah
2: um, i got a resume. i think i I think i'm gonna have to go get waffle house today like i'm
1: i'm dreading explaining this or like trying to explain this to them because my mom you haven't
3: explained that the whole reason you're coming to visit them is so you can sit in
1: a waffle house they don't know yet that i'm coming to visit (laughs) amazing My mom is just going to be so glad that I'm coming to visit that I'll just be able to be like, oh, I'm coming to visit. It'll be great. By the way, I might have to take a day off to go sit in Waffle House. No big deal. My mom will try to understand it. My dad, like he'll just like phase it out. Like he won't pay attention at all when I'm trying to explain it. He'll just sort of ignore it and be like, this is just another of those stupid things.
3: Yeah. Well, here's the ultimate question. Did your parents ever catch wind of the hazmat suit thing at the gambling <laughs> Olympics? No, no Zero okay. chance. I was yeah. going to say that Zero they might, can. they might find waffles as a welcome addition, uh, yeah. after what you put them through with that. Okay. But since it, we're I on thought... the
0: topic of, of parents, I want to know, uh, Peter, like what do, what do Mr. And, and Mrs. Overzet think about the, uh, about the, the man's bit? Like, what did they think? Are they glad that you have matured maybe? Like, what's what's this conversation? <laughs>
3: so it's funny you say this because I was talking to them the other day, over the weekend for Father's Day. And uh, I guess my aunt was in town and it was my birthday last <laughs> Tuesday. And they're like, and my dad gets my YouTube notifications.
2: And he's like,
3: oh, and so we wanted to see like what you're up to on your birthday. So they log into Club Top Shot. I'm just like completely hammered at the end of it. I'm like doing some like old Trump character while we're opening packs. And I just realized that was my parents' introduction to what I'm up to these days.
1: So yeah, I don't think it's going great. That's horrible. I thought about showing up with the waffles and the hazmat suit today, but I decided I wanted to keep it clean and just go with waffles. Of course.
0: How many waffles are you on right now?
1: I'm finishing my fourth. Oh, I gotta, I gotta say, if the if the deal of having me on the show is I have to continue to eat waffles throughout the entirety of it, I might yeah. need to slow down a little bit. Or yeah. you guys, are but just waffles going, are just going, going, so
2: goddamn mm-hmm. good. You're just eating them, and you're like, God, every bite of this is so good.
3: Yeah. No, you know what it is. So in the same way that the guy who did the stunt, he could shave off an hour for every waffle you get five more minutes of airtime for every waffle you eat, and so. <laughs> Once that expires, like Devin's giving you the boot. Speaking of airtime, can
0: we talk about Jack Miller uh, and the video that he
3: submitted? I, what, I
2: what was he going it. for? What was he going? It was the dumbest, stupidest thing I've ever. I wanted, I wanted to be like Jack. This is a good chance for you to rebound. It was so dumb and
0: stupid. He literally didn't even get one pity fave. Like he, I, he got one the- favorite. <laughs> like an hour later, he said, "I can't believe I did this for one like." <laughs> And then that, that in and of itself got more likes than the actual video that he sent us.
3: Well, what, here's the thing, Jack. It's an audition tape. We literally want to see your face and how you talk and perform. And you send us some screenshot thing that you recorded in QuickTime. I mean get out of here with this shit Jack. It was so I mean a huge bad. part
2: of the entertainment business is confidence and that was a very low-t <laughs> move. That was extremely low-t from Jack. I think I think at this point we probably have to retire him from consideration as as no, a No, he's going to come on
0: the show at some point. Someone also mentioned Blender. Blender needs to come on a caller in the football season. Um What is what is Blender going to do? What is Blender going to bring to
2: the I show? I think
3: it's when a couple of us have a sore throat and have lost our voices and can't speak. <laughs> you just blender on to talk like, imagine the, the, the energy level
0: of the swole cast and then imagine replacing like a Tuttle with a blender and
3: just how off the rails that show would be or or maybe it's a drunk Tuttle with blender combo <laughs> yeah.
0: could it, i mean it, it could be uh peter how are the uh, the best ball streets right now
3: dude they're good i'm enjoying it uh yeah, I'm I'm on trajectory to max uh, Best Ball Mania. Uh, I haven't done any others at other sites. I've done a couple on FFPC. I haven't done any DraftKings, not necessarily because I'm a company man, uh, which I am, but I just find their promo code Pete. Interface just horrendous. Has has the drafting experience on DraftKings gotten any better with the, the notifications and all that shit? You just got to leave it. You just got to leave it
2: open. You just got to be. Uh, as I'll always say, you got to habit stack the best ball draft with something else positive for your life. You need to be. You I, need to be yeah. doing something. You got to be exercising. So the walking, answer is no. T-
3: it hasn't gotten better. No, Less- but
2: the drafts are so soft that I feel yeah. like anyone not drafting on DK is really missing out. They are, they are significantly, significantly softer. Than I think underdogs. they'll get
0: softer as time goes on too. Um, based on last year. And if they give away tickets, that sort of thing. But I agree. I couldn't even draft on my phone on DraftKings last year. I did a ton of drafts, but they were, they all had to be on the computer and that's you, where you can't. That's on where
2: DraftKings- underdog. Oh, I was going
3: to say on DraftKings, you can't I, do it on your computer. I heard someone say that you could register on your phone and then do it oh, on yeah. your desktop once you've yes. registered.
0: Yes, that is completely true. Yes. yeah, You can do drafts on your computer. And we it are. is a better, much better experience because of uh, the all the stuff that you guys mentioned. But, I mean, best ball is so mainstream now. Like, just think like three or four years ago when it was just like when draft was something new and people were trying to figure out what like content creators were just like preparing for like July, like draft season. And now we have so much, we've got the, uh, obviously the Scott Fishbowl coming up is this huge thing, but there's just nonstop fantasy stuff. And for content creators, it's great. People can quit their jobs now and literally focus
3: Solely on On. best ball. (laughs) Shout out uh, to uh, BIME4. Uh, He's been ratcheting up his best ball content. He was on the take cast the other day, and uh, his stuff is super sharp. He has the uh, Spiked Week. Is that the name of it? Spiked Week? Spike Week. Spike Week. Uh, You guys need to get like a Spike Seltzer sponsorship for that, by the way. Mm. Uh, And really good information. I feel like he's one of the few people that's continually kind of focusing on how top heavy this tournament is, how big it is, how hard it is to get first place and tailoring his strategies completely to that end goal. Uh, And uh, yeah, so shout out to Eric for all of his good stuff.
0: Do you guys feel like best ball, like the best ball top heavy, these big tournaments have ruined like the, original best ball formats where you're just trying Well, to the original
2: best ball format sucked. I know, I know Friedman's with me. Friedman remembers getting the <laughs> MFL emails and just <laughs> yeah. being, just grinding $10 leagues to death. And that was all you could do. There was no money up top. You, you were competing against uh, Matt Riddle and, and like <laughs> the same Matt Riddle. Dudes.
0: I haven't heard that name in a while. I, know.
2: I haven't heard that name in a million years, but when I think of that old clunky ass website, I, uh, I think of that dude cause he really grinded those 10 dollar leagues
1: yeah absolutely i i think you can still have the league focused experience in best ball if you want but now you also have that gpp type of access to a, a big payoff and so i i think the dichotomy of tournament versus sort of like more of a cash game feel with the league like i like that that you can do both um but i i do agree it has sort of shifted the way that people think or like contextualize of Best ball and like before, it was just like, oh, this guy's great in a best ball, like looking for volatility, and now it's like, I want to stack this team in best ball. So it, mm-hmm. it's changed the way that people think about it, but I I still like it, and I think the changes have massively been for the better.
3: And it's like. Because we still don't have like really good tools for automating, you know, setting up your parameters, how you want to draft, there is a time opportunity cost to doing these drafts, even though they're fun. And so if you could only win a hundred dollars and you're cranking out hour draft after hour draft, like your your hourly rate is just absurd. At least with this, I can convince myself I have a shot at a million and one dollars, and it doesn't seem like as big of a time suck. Yeah, like yeah, but because the
0: top heavy prize. Would you rather invest like a thousand dollars into best ball tournaments, right? Like, what's going to be worth more in January? A thousand dollars, Dave. It
3: it depends on your goals, bro.
0: Your best ball entries, or like a thousand dollars worth of Topshop moms, right now, if you bought them.
3: But uh, uh, at this point, it seems like uh, best ball might be the way to go. Seems
2: like like a one
3: percent ROI in best ball is pretty freaking appealing. (laughs) I will say too, like in the same way, going back now, swinging in the other direction, like the entertainment equity you get out of the drafts Big. is massive. Yeah. Like the, the steady dopamine drip I get from my slow draft notifications, it's so good. It just hits different, Dave. It just I love the gamification. It just hits different.
0: <laughs> I love, and I love how people are galaxy branding stuff. Uh, the one, I guess, I'm interested to see how this evolves from here. And I, I think I know. Are super you going to say Superflex best ball?
2: Superflex. Superflex best ball, <laughs> tight end premium.
0: All right. Since you mentioned tight end premium, I do want to talk about tight ends because today is the start of tight end. You
2: Ferkser is somehow going to enter the conversation here.
0: Have you seen? Have you guys seen like tight end? You like what this this uh, thing in Nashville that they're doing?
3: I I saw something about tebow didn't get invited or something was mm, that it yeah yeah i was really yeah tebow didn't
0: get that. invited because basically there were so many it, this thing took a life of its own um so Kittle lives here in nashville and wanted to get just some tight ends he together does? yep why uh, i don't know bro you live in in
3: waltham please don't dox me bro i say General please don't Boston please area. do not <laughs> please do not dox
2: <laughs> please do not dox the guy you you dox is- yourself
3: you dox
0: yourself already by um when the hacks thing a couple weeks ago what
3: yeah oh you're right you're right i did yeah. but it's it's different when i'm doing it that's it's my <laughs> address my choice Dave?
0: okay Got it. Got it. <laughs> i'm sorry we it. uh devin can you go back and redact that <laughs> Of all the things that we've said on this whole cast, let's make the, the one thing we, we bleep out is, uh, is that. So anyways, um, yeah, so basically all the tight ends and then people, they more people just want to get involved. And so now you've got like, I, I forget how many they said, but there's a lot of tight ends. And basically what they said is the reason why Tebow didn't get invited is because you've got people that have been, um, you know, tight ends their whole life, basically, and it would be unfair for Tebow who just kind of shifted to this position for him to take the tight end spot of someone who's been grinding for a while, like a Ferg,
3: Well, if that logic is true, then I hope no former basketball players that were converted to tight end are at this yeah. camp either because yeah. they didn't devote Facts. their entire life.
0: Or Jordan Matthews. Did you see Jordan Matthews? Is he
3: Matthews? Really at this
0: camp?
1: Uh, no, Friedman. I don't think he's at the Friedman.
2: camp. I know, I know that Friedman is on top of this
1: with me. Yeah, I mean he's he's converting. And the thing is, given that he went to Vanderbilt, uh, like I'm imagining like there's a decent chance that he actually is at this camp just through proximity. But, so uh, he
0: lives in Louisville because his wife is a they said she's a soccer player, like for the whatever the Louisville women's soccer team there is, the professional. Uh so he hooked up with the I guess the Louisville wide receivers coach or tight ends coach and has put on 30 something pounds. Do you think How this you is
1: waffles? That's all like, it
0: is for us. For a guy like Jordan Matthews, who is known for his hands. And he basically said like seeing these guys out there that uh these like new rookies, like he, he knows that he cannot compete with these guys running like four threes and just dominating down the sideline. And so he's always been kind of a slot guy. And so he figures why not just, Put on some pounds why and be not a titan.
2: Why not just eat twenty-four hours worth of Waffle House every week and just gain twenty pounds and just get after it?
0: Do you think it can be done?
1: Sure, I mean, it, why, it can why be, wouldn't? but not by him. <laughs> he's too old. He's too old for the transition. I mean, how, how be, old? How old is he now? He's got to be like. 28 29 and that even <laughs> yeah that is not too old no that even feels i i think i'm even undershooting there i think he's probably closer to 30 but 28 or 29 at the youngest Can i would say 29 for sure i i yeah. can't like okay, you know i'm eating waffles here
0: what, what number think, of waffles are you on
1: uh i'm about halfway through number eight. Oh gosh so what is there a
3: quotes from him is he basically saying like I want to be in line tight end I want to be blocking I want to be in he, the trenches is that what he, he is- said he's
0: already like he already knows blocking techniques from being a wide receiver in the NFL and a like a blocker and so, now he's learning like he's basically putting on weight and uh whatever other tight end stuff they're doing
1: there's no way he can hang in line i mean maybe a little bit but that would just be sort of like the token why are you
2: why are you disparaging this guy who did nothing but love us and and like what 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 is the point dude i'm just saying he can't love us
1: hold up in line that's all i'm saying j matt
2: like, j was like j was like the original guy like j matt was like the original rotoviz guy
1: yeah we loved him he didn't love us he, didn't he did it wasn't
2: his fault it wasn't his fault he got hurt he got like super injured early on in his career he, he had like a, a successive chain of lower body injuries that sapped him of all of his explosiveness
1: Look, I still like Jordan Matthews as much as almost anyone on the planet, which is a sad thing to say, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to be realistic. I don't think he can put on 30 pounds and then all of a sudden be an inline tight end. Like, I think he could be an above average or average, like move tight end, but I don't think he can like have well, the, sure. or three down. Sure, capability. We don't,
3: we don't need, we don't need him to be Nick Boyle. Well, Hang sure, on. That,
1: that, that's I'm, all. But someone asked, I'm, I'm could confi- he be in line?
3: i'm confused if you love him more than anyone in the world but you don't think this is going to work out for him in what ways are you yeah apparently like, he doesn't demonstrating really love, that love much tough love
1: tough <laughs> love like <laughs> realism come on guys if you have if you have a kid who like wants to do something that the kid just can't do you gotta tell them that
2: you know
0: is that true Dave? is that
2: true dave do you just tell your kids to fuck off if they're if they can't do something
0: first of all watch your language when you're talking about my kids you just docked
3: your potty mouth david yeah.
0: <laughs> second of all um uh, sorry Devin. you are legit gonna have to go back
3: <laughs> get my address while you're at it uh,
0: so so as far as as the kids like you have to set like expectations um and that's like a, a totally different combo uh that we can have but like Especially me, like I've got the, I have a father of, I'm the father of three girls. So, like, there's always going to be stuff that they can't do that guys can't. Like, they're not, they're never going to like dunk a basketball, but that's okay. Like, they can still have fun playing basketball. They can still learn lessons playing basketball. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. whoa. I don't I'm know if free I'd free go that far.
3: You're, you're are literally capping their ceiling. Why yes, can't one of your girls dunk a basketball, Kitchen?
0: I'm, I'm saying they will not be able to dunk a basketball. Some
3: some, some
2: girl dad David Kitchen is. Yeah, the girl
0: but dad no, I ass. support them. I support them. We we go out there, we have fun. But like there there are limitations. But there are also things that that they'll be able to do that that guys can't do. Um, and so like there are,
2: you know, like what, just Dave? Live, like what, what's up, like what, like give like, us some like, some examples.
0: Uh, have a baby uh that's that's one of the things that that so you're saying
2: you're saying genetically you're i don't this argument is not carrying very much weight with me this is yeah like there there are
0: limits there are limits to what you you can do but you can still uh within the confines of like what you do like they might not be be able to be (laughs) they might not be able to be as good as a boy or play football whatever in that in that particular sport but that doesn't reflect on who they are that doesn't reflect on self-worth uh and i try to motivate them and and uh you know
1: not like this you hey, aren't. Hey, dave i think you need to start <laughs> eating waffles and, and let me i think i'm eating something else
0: i think i'm eating something else right now uh but you understand hey,
3: Devin, what I'm hey, guys, saying. Devin, clip that and let's play it at uh, Kitchens Girls Graduation. Someday. Yeah, I think, I, think really, I think that was really
2: – I think that was – I think that's some really good motivational stuff <laughs> for Kitchens kids to see when they – about
1: high school age.
0: I mean, I don't understand. Like, this, is, this isn't this is a hot take unless people, like, make it a hot take.
1: I love how oh, Davis is like, what's something they can do? They can have kids. That's yeah, great. I, that was, was that was, was basically, They're like, I was a hoping – yeah, I was
2: hoping. I was hoping oh, you had literally oh. anything other than like something genetic. Like I, I thought maybe you'd go for like, oh, girls are generally speaking like more emotionally intelligent, so they're able to build stronger friendships or something. But you just went straight for have a baby.
0: Well, I was gonna say like motherly instincts, that sort of thing. Um, but <laughs> Tuttle, I,
3: we need Tuttle for this conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tuttle would for sure take this Tuttle conversation. Tuttle only
1: has boys. Tuttle and, only has boys, dude. Yeah. I wonder if any of them will ever be able to dunk a basketball. Probably not. If the
0: hottest take I say this year is that my daughters will never dunk a basketball in a ten-year, uh, a ten-foot goal, then uh, I'm doing good. I love my girls. By the way, had a great Father's Day. Oh, I, got I bet jorts. you did, bud. I got jorts, uh, and we, we played. We had fun. They made me big breakfast. All right. So tight ends.
2: I mean, I just I cannot possibly even come up with one reason to care about tight end you or whatever this is. Like it, no. Of all, I want to so transition from tight end.
0: I want to transition from tight end you to the tight ends and best ball because I've seen different theories floating out there. I've seen Leoni say that he really like last year. Uh, I think I was listening to one of the uh, the ETR pods when he was saying like last year he was just saying. Why would I waste a, you know, a first or second rounder on Kelsey when I can get Kittle later, I get Andrews later. And obviously, in, in hindsight, that didn't work out for them. But like, where are you with tight ends in your best ball drafts, Peter?
3: I'm mainly going for two tight end builds. I only have a a very uh, finite amount of teams where I end up with three. I'm really trying to prioritize just to save that extra roster spot. And I like. So does that
0: mean that you're getting a tight end early or that you're getting like the high upside tight ends later?
3: Yeah, I'm either going, you know, Kittle Kelsey Waller paired with like a late guy like an Everett, a Moali Cox or whatever, or I'm grabbing two in the like rounds eight to eleven. Like I get a Noah Fant and Giseki. I get yeah, a Logan the, Thomas yeah. and uh, Goddard, like those kind of combos.
0: Are we still doing Mo Alley Cox?
3: I love Mo Alley Cox.
2: Oh man. Yeah, more of a Kylan Grandson guy myself, but like I get it.
3: <laughs> are we still riding the kyle granson like one press conference clip yes, is that, Yeah, that that's driving you see, how, you, all see by... how,
2: you saw how giddy frank reich was talking about him bro you can't you can't fake that level of giddiness at a press conference friedman who
1: what tight ends do you like i'm with you on the two tight end builds i do prefer those to the three like whenever i feel that i have to go with three even when like i add that third guy I still think the tight end unit sucks. And it's like, sucks. God, may, maybe, maybe yeah. I need to add a fourth, you know, like no matter, <laughs> however many guys I add at this point, it's not going to make this unit palatable. And at that point, you're just praying. So yeah. I'm, I'm with Pete. I am definitely going with the two tight end builds and uh, it would be nice to anchor with someone like Kelsey. Uh, if you can, uh, you know, sort of stomach uh, the, the price you have to pay to, to get him. Uh, if not, I, at this point, I wasn't always here, but, uh, I prefer Waller to Kittle at this point. Uh, and I also really like Andrews. Like if I don't get one I of get those Andrews four like guys, every then, draft. Yeah, if I don't get one of those four guys, then I'm fine waiting a little bit longer and kind of doing what Pete has talked about getting two guys that you have kind of in rounds eight to 12. Like that I think is a pretty decent range to get some guys that you like.
3: Because you're just trying to ultimately bink the one breakout in that range, or yeah. hope that a guy like Logan Thomas holds on. Yeah, pretty out on
2: Logan Thomas. Feel feels like he yeah. is the Gary Barnage, uh candidate of the season.
1: I think that's Feel great. P- that yeah. last like year. Really-
2: well, he just got force-fed volume in a, an offense that didn't have a lot of different ways yeah. to go. But they add they add Curtis Samuel, uh, you know, McLaurin, another year of evolution. I don't know. And it mm-hmm. and also, it, it feels like Gibson probably sucks in like 65, 70 targets this year.
3: Well, and the thing is, is I mean, Fitzpatrick, the two things he hates doing checking down to his pass catching running back. Sorry, McKissick checking down to his tight end. Sorry, Paul. Like he's going to be pushing down field to McLaurin and Diami Brown. I mean, that, that's what's happening here.
0: Um, But like last year there was smoke around Logan Thomas um, yeah. as far as his potential late round guy. Like, there were two guys in most of my drafts that I was getting a piece of. One was Logan Thomas. The other one was, uh, <laughs> I think, Dalton Keene, uh, the rookie tight end for the C. Patriots.
1: C. I- I'm, aware. Uzum- I'm aware of Dalton Keene. That one yeah. didn't sit well. CJ Uzuma
2: should have been such a freaking layup last year. He would, have, he would have had like 110 targets and six touchdowns, but, but he tore his ACL like on his first target of the year.
0: Either Eifert was another guy, speaking of CJ, that uh, targeted later in, in drafts last year. But a lot of, like, if you're going to draft a third tight end, I feel like some of that has to do with stacking. Like, if it fits your team, then you can draft a, a third tight end.
2: Here's the thing. Tight ends score far and away the fewest amount of points, and they see far and away the fewest amount of interactions. Like, the tight end 12 in fantasy is going to be, like, the wide receiver 43 in terms of fantasy points per game. So drafting that third tight end just to get, you know, his random 13 point spike week, it's not worth it because you are, you are sacrificing so many more spot, like like Cornell Powell is going to have more spike weeks than pick your favorite third tight end.
1: I, I agree with that. By the way, this is waffle number 10. This is the last one. Amazing, I have. dude! You are you are. Uh, these are mini you're, waffles, you're,
0: Davis. Like it's it's okay, yeah. but the guy didn't eat in almost twenty four hours, and uh, ten Lego my Egos are are yeah. are nice, but
1: no, I'm
2: yeah. These these you're not are not going to get a Waffle waffles.
0: House. Yeah, five hours early for that.
2: Yeah. All right, look. If we're going to talk about disgusting tight ends, don't we have to talk about Chris Herndon? Ugh.
1: Like. He's the last guy. He's the last guy well, I am fine taking in a, a two tight end build, and even that feels like I'm being very dangerous. But uh, I'm still a little bit enthusiastic about him this year. What about Dalton Schultz, Friedman? No, the well, rumor, the not. rumors are the rumors are that Dak
3: likes him more than Jarwin. I feel like just cost adjusted where they're going. I mean, Schultz is literally free, 18th round. Like Jarwin's going in a premium range. Like you have to pay. For Jarwin, I, I'm willing to bet on the cheaper guy there. Not a, not on
2: DK. Jarwin is like 16th round on DK. He might be a little bit more expensive on underdog.
1: Yeah, I don't want Jarwin, but that doesn't mean that I want Schultz either. Like, well, I'm that just... is that is just
2: ridiculous. <laughs> Are you a fantasy <laughs> analyst like, well, or a politician? What's the, yeah what's the what's the what's the possible logic there?
1: I okay, like Jarwin is too expensive. And Schultz, I, I just don't have any faith that he's going to be the guy where I would rather take him over another tight end or another wide receiver in that range where he's going. You know, so
0: Dallas also already has like a bunch of weapons, and then you're trying to get the backup tight end for that, Davis. Like, do you think there's a a double digit spike week for for the backup tight end for the Cowboys? Well, he might
2: not be the backup. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. there, there is like Schultz is never obviously he's yeah. always your second tight end, and I'm saying there is some chance that Dalton Schultz just plays ahead of Jarwin t- to begin with. Yeah.
0: What other backup tight ends are you looking at, Davis?
2: Uh, yeah, it's mostly mostly just Schultz <laughs> as the backup tight end.
1: Is Ty is, does Tyler Conklin count? Zimmer is talking up Tyler Conklin. What about Zach Ertz? Does he count? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst might be a backup tight end if you sort of think about it.
3: I do need to draft some Ertz because it just feels inevitable that he's going to sign with Buffalo and his ADP is going to jump yeah. like six rounds.
2: <laughs> That's so true. Yeah.
3: They
0: mentioned uh, Tennessee is a potential spot for him as well.
2: What about the FERC daddy? What? Yeah. we you going to replace the FERC daddy, dude? No way. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, listen, <laughs> Titans are, I miss John. I, I really do. Um, but they'll be fine with, with FERCs.
3: Here's one for you. How how are you guys handling the Chargers situation? It's so hard to get excited have, have about. I have yet to stack them once. The Chargers in general or the tight ends? I have not. I
2: I have I have taken Parham with 20th round picks on DK, 18th round on underdog. Um zero percent interest in Jared Cook. Won't have him on on one team out of 500 this offseason. And all the Chargers I can't I can't do other than Eckler. I just I can't. Yeah
3: yeah i've like i haven't been buying into the parm stuff and then i'm like well if i'm not buying into that then i need to have a little jared cook and then that oh, always okay. feels gross what are you doing with it friedman
1: it feels gross but like i kind of don't know what's wrong with jared cook like i, I he, mean i think well, he's, he's going 34 to have,
3: i knew that davis
0: was going to mention his age
1: like 34 is not all that old for a tight end all right like, clip that
2: clip it Clip it. Someone clip someone Matt saying 34 is not all that old next to Jared Cook grabbing now, his ankle in week for, one.
1: For a tight end, like, it's not, it's not that old, you know, like. I feel like for any football player, it's kind of old. Who, like are some, who are some studly 34 plus year old tight all right, ends I'm running, experiment. I'm going to run, like, I'm going to run the, the pro
3: football focus 34 year old season. He's four? drunk on waffles guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay.
1: Alright, Jason Witten. Like he was still palatable when he was 34, right? Like uh, Antonio Gates, like there are a number Antonio of Antonio Gates was coming in for like his third, like
0: for a third down, like obvious pass catching situations.
1: I'm just saying like tight ends, like the guys who are actually good, they can extend their careers to where it's like, they're not going to be top five tight ends. But if Cook is going, what is his ADP right now? It's like 160. That is so low. Like 160 that is, yeah that is pretty low for a guy who actually has a decent shot of being like let's say like tight end 10 like you could see how he gets there pretty easily
3: I, like, i'm with you that's my whole thing but, like, if but he like what, is,
2: this- what is the value of a tight end 10 like we're chasing spike we're chasing we're chasing guys who can like break but out he's
1: going to be a tight end 10 because he has spike weeks
2: so I these like are, Davis
0: is going for zero tight end strategy this no, year. No, I'm
2: I'm going I am going I I literally take Kelsey Kittle, Waller, Mark Andrews or and, and then if I don't get those guys, I take Fant and Gesicki.
3: Well, here's here's a good a good one then to do. So Cook's going 160, Cole Komet's going 173. Komet. Davis are you your commit yeah. every time there?
2: And like, literally without without thinking. Like, obviously, Jimmy Graham is going to be carcassing around for the first two weeks of the season and probably catches a touchdown or whatever. But Komet was a third-round pick last year, got on the field as a rookie. We know that's predictive. I, I also saw um, Adam Harstead tweet this the other day, but, like, tight ends, if they produce in the first couple games of the season, that tends to be more linear and predictive than at other positions like if wide receivers pop off in week two it doesn't necessarily mean anything but like i i i just feel like Komet is gonna break out and do well early and then just stay up like i don't know i'm i'm, I'm pretty big on commit i got i got big
1: positions there i think that's incredibly optimistic like i like i like Comet in general as a prospect uh, and so entering his second year, like all the things you've said about him, like they're true. He does have the the potential for a lot of good things to go his direction. But Friedman,
2: like, not a believer in Justin Fields. He agrees with Salfino that his throwing motion is too long.
1: I, I don't look at quarterback throwing motion <laughs> at all. That's not in my wheelhouse. I'm just saying like there's a possibility that Fields doesn't start the season. Like He's it, not. Not Andy, Dalton,
2: Andy Dalton is going to be thrown to the Wolves week one for the Rams and then Fields
1: is going to come in. So I'm just saying like, you know, Dalton maybe hangs on longer than we anticipate. Maybe Fields does start the season, but it's a rough transition. Maybe they're running the ball a little bit more to protect the rookie quarterback. And that just means fewer targets overall for the offense. And a lot of targets still going to Robinson targets still going to Jimmy Graham for some unknown reason. And the second year leap we expect to see out of commit just doesn't materialize. Like there are a lot of ways in which the whole Cole Komet thing could go poorly. I think for Jared cook, the, I wouldn't say the only way it goes poorly, but the main way it goes poorly is just if he suffers an injury, but if he's healthy, let's say 15, 16 games, like you have a pretty good sense of what he's going to do across that time. Do you guys, do you guys want some elite?
2: You
1: guys want some elite
2: bar trivia here? How many times has Jared cook had a thousand yard season?
3: Never I would guess zero.
2: Never, never not... had, never had, uh, and only only one season with more than two seasons with more than five touchdowns.
3: Yeah, but the whole, I mean, h- how many touchdowns did he have last year? Seven. On I feel 60 like targets. So, and what did he finish last year? At? I feel like what he did last year is pretty probably tight, uh, tight
2: end, tight end twelve.
3: Yeah. I feel like that's probably his median outcome this year with a little bit more meat on the bone. If he falls into the
1: end zone a couple more times. And what about missed, how many games did he miss last year? Two? Listen, well, we, I know he missed. can we
0: move, move on from, from the Jared because cook.
2: of the Adam Troutman week? You <laughs> wanted to talk tight ends. Kitchen. No,
0: We're I didn't think we'd spend 15 minutes on Jared cook. Um, Thinking more like the sexier tight ends.
3: Okay, give um, us a sexy name, Kitchen.
0: Okay, uh, you talked Jeff, about Gerald Jeff,
2: Jeff Swaim season. In Gerald, from you talked days? about
0: Gerald Everett, but also um Jacob Harris, and he smoked to that fire.
3: Yeah, Sean wrote about him. Yeah, uh, Sean Siegel him, today and wrote of his. him I in heard, all your dynasty leagues. I hadn't heard anyone talk about him. I don't think he was talking about him in a redraft context. Yeah, what Davis?
0: Oh, Davis wants some Jacob credibility Paris? right now.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> put some, I'm getting put you some back because I just on my name. I list. I just list, uh, Was listening to your interview with uh, Alex Goldstein, the Bitcoin guy, and you tried to take credit for my fantasy uh, idea that we. I, had on I, I
2: absolutely did not. I said we. No,
3: you did. Said we. I <laughs> absolutely said we. <laughs> roll back the tape. No, reject the tape, Devin. Doing the digit- I will bet you any amount of money you want because I almost fired a tweet off right away. If I, so I had if I didn't and I waited an hour to see if I it.
2: if I didn't, that is a legitimate apology because it, it was it was your idea.
0: Davis, you. I don't know if Jacob Harris is uh fits with your brand because he is because
2: he's actually good, isn't that well? That not, the problem? No. <laughs> Do you know how old he is? He's like 26. Yeah, he's super old. He was like a 24 prospect. But he he transitioned. He's transition he's doing the reverse. He's transitioning from wide receiver to tight end. He's basically yeah. a Jordan, Matthews. Jordan Matthews.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean his measurables are are, are beastly for so, sure. True,
2: true story, Jacob Harris not was not even in the MFL database when rookie drafts started. So in the rookie drafts I was in, I had to draft someone else. And in the player comments, I had to write in Jacob Harris, so that the the commissioners could go back in and change it afterward.
3: So is there any path to this guy having relevance in year one, or is this just a dynasty play?
2: No, completely, because there is not a third, like Deshaun Jackson is 35 in before Matt says, 35 is not that old for a speed wide receiver.
3: A lot of times uh, wide receivers are just getting <laughs> started at 35.
2: Uh, Van, Van Jefferson, <laughs> terrible. Tutu Atwell weighs like literally weighs less than me. Like if I'm just gonna if we're gonna be honest about where we're at in our physical lives. And then and then you're talking about guys like uh Nishimba Webster or um Bryson Hopkins. Like it literally he could just be on the field like week four.
0: Bryson Hopkins is not bad. Um all right. <laughs> how many athletes do you know with like not good ankles like there are zero athletes with not good ankles by the way that should be a thing you look at
2: i mean athlete athlete I, that's actually not true athlete ankles are going to be super beat up all the time because that's a spot that gets injured no it's easily. not
0: about it's not about like if they if you twist them or not it's about the like the, the shape, shape of them
2: well they get yes. gnarled like my my ankles have scabs and bruises all over them 100 percent. davis of the time. can we see your ankle real quick no, I'm not I putting my. Just what do you think? Waffles. Yeah. What do you really What ankles. do you think? What do you think is happening here? You think I'm Peter Overzet and I'm
3: going to hop out of a <laughs> trash
2: can for you? <laughs> uh,
3: Friedman, you do have to be careful with those waffles because I heard they go straight to your ankles.
1: <laughs> After this, I'm just going to go exercise. I'm not even going to really move any other parts of my body. Just my ankles. Yeah. Just the Just the
2: ankles. Do you get some ankle weights, bro? Perfect.
1: Yeah exactly
3: ankle and cabs like those are I, I mean anyways i think friedman only has a couple more minutes unless he finds another so, waffle that he gets to you know i, I want to say this
2: compared to, to many of the fill-in hosts we've had on this show friedman like uh saw at least a, a b plus maybe an a yeah. minus job compared to like sammy reed um you know the the absent Jack Miller like I would yeah. like Le- Leone is too chaotic as a fill-in
0: Gretch <laughs> is
3: great but like you got good, like
0: he takes up 15 minutes at a time he's too
3: much uh, of a nerd Corain yeah. revealed himself as a fraud analyst didn't know yeah. About yeah, he didn't even he
2: didn't <laughs> even know about the defensive line prospects for the second round it was a tough scene
3: I think Davis I think you just like Friedman on the show so much because he was eating the whole time and it gave you more time to talk <laughs> yeah that's
2: what I literally just said I, he lets the show breathe yeah, exactly.
0: It's like Tuttle, except he's acting instead of Tuttle doing his lineups. He's eating his waffles, basically.
2: <laughs> well, and he actually contributes when the yes. conversation turns in, Like Tuttle's just like, "What? <laughs> what, yeah. what are you guys talking about?" Well, I mean, guys, Tuttle's I
0: contribution could... would have been on the on the uh, my daughters and and sons conversation. <laughs> he would have, would have
2: roasted you with us for sure. Yeah. Well, I can. No, I he can would have said something even more on the
1: show. It,
0: but yeah. so I would that? have taken my comments and gone even further. I'm sure. So
1: I, I think that's accurate. Uh, I I can eat <laughs> waffles on the show anytime you guys want, uh, even if there's like no bet yeah. riding on it later so okay you know, maybe we'll I'm, just create like a little waffle box the waffle for you got in the
3: corner there's no yeah. audio and we just kind of watch you the eat the waffle throughout. game
1: yeah the, <laughs> the
3: waffle game i love well, it i
1: mean i'm, I'm probably going to develop something like that for this uh waffle house challenge like yeah i mean but you're going to this- I mean, uh, imagine I'm, imagine
2: not live streaming this on the action network twitch like the bales push-up
1: challenge like i think i think there's a pretty good you need a syrup be- girl live stream (laughs) yeah
0: oh the uh the tennis bet with uh with with levy and levy um i was surprised that there were two angles for even if one of the angles was really like the quality was really terrible at least there was like two discernible angles uh we just have to get better play by play next time
3: and i we all learned that levy and levy uh not only do their names sound alike they also kind of look alike from from a distance in the camera
0: uh there was i like i uh, obviously looking
1: fo- at their ankles
3: i yeah.
0: yeah obviously i'm follically challenged as well um but i could always tell levy versus levy because there's a little bit of a, a bald spot in the back
3: there you go it's the grainy footage uh was the yeah. great equalizer for me
0: yeah it is, i mean this this isn't um 2010 profile pick adam levitan we're talking about here
3: it is a great profile pick
2: i mean it's All it's right. like this the commitment to the bit of never changing that is so good <laughs> like that's right. it's, it's, it's like his pen live picture from like 2008 <laughs>
0: Uh, Friedman, what do you have going on there with action network action network recently? I mean, they are, they're just crushing it. I feel like they have just come onto the scene where we can acknowledge them now. They're,
3: they're just coming onto the scene that famously, famously new to the game, the action da- network actually Davis. Do you want to teach uh, Friedman how to submit his better collective time card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what you do is you just wait until you remember and then you, no, you uh, wait. You, just, you, you wait until they do their quarterly
0: want. statements. Uh, hey, Freeman, did
3: you hear that the Better Collective uh, Action Network thing almost never happened because of some inconsistencies in their <laughs> payroll paperwork with Davis?
1: <laughs> I did not hear that. It's yeah, great Davis also <laughs>
0: Davis legit did not turn in a timesheet for like a whole quarter. Like I mean over Probably a whole quarter. To
2: to be honest, longer than that. Like eight to nine months of that not turning
1: it in. How? Uh, I don't because I
2: don't work here, Matt. This is this is this is my this is uh this is like my
0: fourth yeah. side gig. It, to be fair, Davis shouldn't even be paid for this. So. I shouldn't even be paid for this. There you go. All right. Uh, someone that is being paid for this, Devin, man, boy, does he <laughs> wish he
3: had. Somebody's not being paid enough
0: for this. Yeah, Devin. exactly. I can only imagine, like, during this show, like, the things that Devin has to, like, do. He just, like, just, he
2: just works on his baseball lineups, dude. I,
0: no, I think that he questions his, like, life goals during the show. <laughs> like, what am I doing with myself? Like, during, what
3: about the new producer that's getting trained on this show? <laughs>
0: Well, the state yeah, could already possibly left.
3: be lower. <laughs>
0: he's
2: probably already left.
0: Let's just, uh, let's just a minute. All right. Pete, uh, I, actually,
2: I wanted to bring something up to Pete before we got out of here. Okay. How, how does he feel about the fact that his last name is misspelled in his wife's Instagram handle?
3: What? Oh, her. Can, can we not dox my wife's Instagram <laughs> handle today? We already did my address, all right? <laughs> I, we could have this conversation offline. Goodness. She's already having to reject these invites from all these fantasy creeps out there. I say, do not let anyone through. Unless <laughs> literally we block everyone. <laughs> I
0: so uh, there are some people in my Facebook um, friend request list that I have not accepted them either from like the fantasy stuff, just because it's like Facebook is a different. It's a different ball game than uh than twitter
3: yeah i mean you don't want people going on there and being like look at those short daughters that are never gonna dunk someday
0: (laughs) Um, literally Uh, literally my oldest is faster than all the boys in her class so uh that's why i didn't say like you're never gonna be running as fast as them because i do tell her like you are the fastest kid in your class you should dominate great All that right.
1: we're still talking about this though
0: well that's what we do on the show we just we take a bit and then we want to run it into the ground until there's no life left in it uh so Friedman thank you for joining the uh, this whole cast I feel like this is a big step up for the show in our uh quest to get um Darren Ravel as a regular <laughs> guest on the show that's never Davis. happening Why yeah. not? yes it is Davis the, It'd be good we for
2: cannot the show, possibly Davis. have Ravel on this show
0: Oh man, we we could. Well, we can't
2: have Ravel on the show because he said yesterday. You know, you can't people who are into crypto and people who are not into crypto. They can't even have dinner together because they they don't agree on anything.
0: Yeah, we
2: well, get along with Tuttle, and he's the biggest top shot bear we know. Yeah, but Tuttle, I don't think I don't believe Tuttle is a no coiner.
0: Yeah, I think I think he is. He's a no coiner. He's a I mean, he's a physical. There are like the balance of the show is it goes from like Tuttle being a cardboard guy to me being like pretty much just NFT guy, um, to well NFT. Put baby well, in a corner. Yeah, and then Peter is like a mixture of both, and then Davis is just just Bitcoin, like just
3: don't shut the.
2: Oh, get out of here, dude! I'm so sick of you. Davis, more than anything, call him a Bitcoin Maxi. He is a Bitcoin Maxi. Literally does trigger me so much.
0: What Davis? What is the before we leave? What's the? What are the big ETH projects that you are on uh, right now?
2: I mean, I have a yield swap going with Uniswap Mm V3. Yeah. I yeah, that's it. (laughs) I also,
0: I guarantee, I own more Ethereum than you do. I that I was as of right now that is absolutely true. <laughs> uh, but but as soon as some of these projects get liquid, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> so uh, I want I want to know, Davis. Uh, do you have any NFTs though right now? I mean,
2: top Shots are NFTs.
0: Yeah. Other than Top Shot.
2: No, because I would rather own Ethereum than most NFTs. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather own a Punk or fractionally own a Punk yeah. than Ethereum. But those are out of out of
0: reach or or a board
3: ape
2: i have no interest in in said things
3: sounds like kitchen doesn't either you you sold all yours kitchen yeah what a what a paper hander
0: i still have them but i did sell on the way up and uh boy does that feel good seeing some of these prices that are going now uh still have the 2021 but this week i'm going to sell the 2021 and then get another one that I've had my eye on.
3: Yeah, you. I saw you were doing this privately, private sale through the DMS. Did you find a buyer?
0: Uh, there's been a couple of DMS, but uh, we might have to do an auction. Ten <laughs> so ETH minimum enough
3: DMS, apparently. No,
0: there's not. Well, I only <laughs> like there. Anyways, uh, we might have to have an auction with a ten ETH minimum just to own. Uh, I mean, just to own Davis basically. Well,
3: if you're looking for someone who knows how to do a good. Uh... NFT auction man's is available for the right price.
0: Oh yeah. We should just set it up where the where we auction off the price of one of my man's coins. And then with the purchase of a man's of that man's coin, you get Board Ape 2021 and Board Ape Kindle Club 2021.
3: Yeah. If you're trying to move a project, I think associating man's coin with it is the way to go. Definitely-
0: I mean, one
2: of the one of the true NFTs, you know, just really dedicated to the Ethereum protocol you really like it all right what are your what are your thoughts on uh eip
0: 1559 oh man they was uh, tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow is the the big day as far as like the london uh and then we got next week there's a couple more coming on board and then i think it's gonna i think it's gonna take off i i've seen a little bit of inconsistencies about um uh, as far as is this going to really save on gas? That sort of thing with fifteen fifty nine. I, I
2: gotta ask. I gotta ask
1: Friedman. Friedman, are you still a no coiner? No, I was never a no coiner. I was just sort of like a naive uh, moron, more or less. But like, <laughs> well, I, that's I, Davis, hey,
2: buddy. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: so I, yeah, I have a uh, rather small Bitcoin and Ethereum Cups. position.
3: So glad you said.
0: The last That's part it. of
1: that.
3: <laughs> uh, Devin, please name this episode uh, EIP 1559 and Jared Cook. I think that would be great for <laughs> oh, yeah, a think... clickbait. <laughs> I, think...
2: <laughs> clickbait on that. I agree. Pretty
0: ideal. All right. ETH to the moon. The flippening happening sooner than later. <laughs> the, Davis. the flippening.
2: Sure, yeah. The charts, Davis, are, the charts get are looking wrecked. good for get the flippening
0: Get <laughs> wrecked. Get wrecked. All right. <laughs> Peter has to go uh do one of his other shows i'm sure uh guys thanks for being on the show with us thanks for everyone that is still tuned in uh shout out to devin for producing the show and to the uh the new producer uh devin just go ahead just go ahead and steve yes new producer steve just go have him edit this edit the show edit all the the comments that were doxed uh we'll see you guys next time here on the swole cast on rotorgrinders.com.